It's time now for Coach's Corner with Heck and King from Bar Louis in Granger. Join us for an evening full of fun and great sports conversation. You can call the show by calling 574-366-2488. That's 574-366-2488. Tonight's show is brought to you by the Black Sedan Band, Jim Carpenter and Andy Kern of Weikert Realty, and Courage Chiropractic and Wellness Center. Now let's get to the stars of the show, Coaches Ron Hecklinski and Pat King, for this week's edition of Coach. Coach's Corner here on BroadcastSport.net. I, I would like to start talking, uh, Pat, but um, I'm listening to the Black Sedan Band. I'm listening to the Black Sedan Band in the background. It's a band from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, they were with us last year, and they're with us again this year. Um, and the caveat with that band is my brother's a drummer. Right. So I, I say, cool. Yeah, you could you could be a sponsor. It's the Black Sedan Hotline. Also, right. Anybody can call in. And as, and as John will tell you, we have a, a call-in number on the bottom of our uh, of our production here. Uh, you can call. You can ask questions. We can talk live to you. Um, so I think I think we're ready to go. If we cut a little bit of the music and you and I can chat it up, we can a little chat. Bit. I mean, we're sitting here. We got a couple TV screens behind us, and we're sitting here watching the start of the Cubs and the uh, and Detroit. Yeah, have just started. So we've got we've got some TVs up here. We're at Bar Louie again, and we're up on the third floor tonight. So uh, come out and see us. Uh, tomorrow night is uh, half price. Hamburger night. Oh, that's man. their special. That's their special. Are you kidding me? So uh, we wouldn't be able to be up here tomorrow night because this place will be crowded. Are you kidding me, Bar? I mean, Bar Louie. This is our, our second year at Bar Louie, and we. Uh, and obviously, it's a great place, man. Uh, the atmosphere, the ambiance, the uh, the ability to watch a hundred TVs downstairs, watch whatever you want to watch: golf, basketball, football, baseball. Right now, and the food is outstanding. So obviously, we thank. The great people at Bar Louie for, for allowing us to, to have our show here. Uh, so so let's get into, you know, a couple of things here, Pat. I mean, it's, it's been a long time, uh, and I know you played a lot of golf this summer. We, got, we took the summer off. We did. And I got a chance to hang with you yesterday. We, we, we played at a golf outing for both Mishawaka's girls and boys basketball teams. Right. And I got to tell you, man, you were in midseason. You were cranking the, the ball every Everywhere. Yeah, he had a couple straight, too. <laughs> oh, you had a lot more than a couple. Bill, we hit, hit a couple straight. I mean, Bill Davidson, the ex-Mishawaka basketball coach, who had won the last sectional in Mishawaka history, I believe, in 1987. Yeah. Up until this past year when, when my replacement, Bodie Bender, came in, and I gift-wrapped and handed him a team that won a sectional this yeah. year. Just, I'm just, just kidding. Just, just I'm just saying. kidding. Yeah. I know Bodie coached his brains on that. a great time with that team. And then, and then, we, and then we played with a legend from this area, Dave Reisner, a longtime principal of Mishawaka, athletic director, assistant superintendent at Penn, and uh, Dave hit some good shots. First time that I played in two years. Yeah. I, I had uh, shoulder replacement surgery, so um, it was a blast for me to get out. Critique me, man. Go ahead. It ain't going to hurt my feelings. You played a whole lot better when we moved you up to the to the red tees. I mean, it was just mentally, you just all of a sudden, you just like it was like a light switch. 
because thank you your your drive i mean we we it was a senior tease but we could have called it the handicap tease if we wanted to no <laughs> we're taking it a step farther than you need to but the, so no no the, the sheet said Seniors can play from the red team. We should have all been there, but we didn't. But we didn't read that part till halfway through. The, <laughs> we were we were great example. Don't read the instructions, yeah, right? Yeah. They gave us a T sheet, gave us a pin sheet, and we just stuck it in our pocket. Yeah. And so Dave and I had no. I mean, our pride. We checked our pride at the door. Yeah. We went to those red tees. I think you and Bill still had a little pride. We 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 hit it pretty well. And you know, Bill's what seventy something now. Yeah, Bill's a great and golfer. He, he he hits it right down the middle. He's like a machine. Yeah, he's. He's he's a great golfer, and and uh, so so here's the deal, listeners. Sixteen, I mean, we were sixteen, 16 under. under. I mean, sixteen under couldn't get us nothing. We got we didn't get a sniff. fourth, fifth place. I got a I got a, a sandwich and some potato salad and a couple cookies and a thank you for playing. Yes, and uh, seventeen got second and third. Nineteen won it. So they, they're cheating. Well, I, I'm not. I, you know what? <laughs> Too many mulligans. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying you know, that. But think about it. We we probably did the right thing because if if us four old guys would have been in the money, that would that would have been an indictment on the rest of them. If you think about it, because because you were the youngest one. You were the youngest yes, one. We had two guys. We had two guys in their seventies playing, and here we are. We were we were right there. I was so uh, so so. You're saying I was the pup. You were the pup. I was the pup. When's the last time you could say that you were the youngest yeah, one in a group? This is this, this is this is great for my ego. Hey, so uh, our, our our good friend John Overmeyer is spinning the dials for us. He does a great job. He's a pro. Uh, I like to call him Johnny Be Good because he just, he has that he just has that movement about him. He starts when we get good tunes. He gets the Detroit lean going. Well, he played that when song for a while, didn't he? Well, when you're a Tigers fan, you have to do the Detroit lean. Well, oh, so let me I guess say, so. I feel bad for you. I will say that's the only night that I will not root for the Tigers is tonight. Okay, so so do not, and I don't even know if they're on behind us, but do not tell me the score because I, I got them taped at home. Okay. Yeah, I, I they are on behind one of our monitors. So okay. Yes. okay. Well, and, and the Cubs are in the in the playoff chase right now, so they need to win. Yeah, no, and, and, and we'll talk about Major League Baseball a little bit down the road here in the show, but, uh, 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 but the Cubbies kind of put themselves, or maybe themselves relevant right before the trade deadline. I think they, they, they won maybe eight out of ten games and, and forced and forced management not to go into a sell mode and not to trade, but, but forced management to go into a buy mode. Mm-hmm. They traded uh, uh, for Jamar uh, Candelario, a, a very, very good third baseman. They got a pitcher uh, back also. And so, you know, and, 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 and maybe in the second half of the show, uh, we'll get into some Cub action. But it's, it's good to see you again, Pat. I'm back teaching. I'm back teaching at the great Mishawaka High School. We have a new principal this year, Chad Brew. He's, he's a former Mishawaka guy. He's a, he, he plays sports there. He's going to do a great job of, of leading Mishawaka High School. Uh, we hired a new athletic director, Mark uh, uh, Paulsgrove, who was an assistant coach at Bethel. Bethel College. Who yep. has just great, great ideas. He, he's, he's, he's into the trendy stuff of what's going on with the high school athletics. And so, and so I think I, I think when you're doing that, and you have the ability to sell that out to the public, and and find ways to get Mich- or to make Mishawaka relevant to the public. I mean, uh, we at Mishawaka know we're relevant, but it's the other people that need to do that need to know that to get and, that news out. Yeah, and I think and and I think. Um, 
Dean Hupper did a first job or a great job in, in, his, in his six years. And now Dean has moved up uh, uh, into the administration and, and is doing projects um, at the administration center for, for Mishawaka. And I'm back teaching a little credit recovery, a little careers. A little career. Re- a, yep. A little careers, man. And, uh, and, you're, and you're back doing a couple things. Tell us, I mean, tell us what you got rolling well, out. Well, I will say one thing as part of this retirement gig that I'm trying to pursue is this was the first summer in maybe forever that I did not step in a gym. I can <laughs> honestly say you. from, I can't, well, from the last day of school, because I subbed a couple times at Elkhart there in May, but whenever I was in the gym there at Elkhart, uh, I, that was the last time I've been in a gym. I did not see one ball game in person this summer. So well, I, that, I, to me, that was progress. Yeah, and, and you know, I didn't get into the gym. Well, I didn't get into the gym ever either. I, I, I had a, a family wedding, and so my entire family came in from Alabama, from Florida. Uh, uh, my nephew Joey, the, the running backs coach at Ball State, got married, so we had the whole Hecklinski clan in Torsada up for a couple of days. And I took one of my nephews, uh, and he's going to be a sophomore at Hoover High at Hoover High School next year. He's really good high school. Basketball player. That's yeah, Alabama, right? I took, I took Finn in and worked him out at Mishawaka High School, and that's about the only day I was in the gym. So, so you're going to do some student teaching. You're doing some driver's ed this year, right? I mean, enough to keep yourself busy, right? Stay busy, stay out of trouble. I let's see the Memorial Day weekend. I went to Dallas and I worked at the Colonial Golf Tournament. Oh man! So I, I was down at the Colonial. That was fun. And do you have a story? My, do you got any, any great stories? Um, well, I mean, did you get hit by a drive? No. I will tell you, we, we, we worked eight green and nine tee, and my brother Steve, who lives down in Garland, um, he was on eight green when Scheffler hit his, got his hole-in-one on Sunday, and then, you know, so everybody was going crazy, and then I did enough to, to get up by the tee on nine, so a couple of my buddies saw me on, on television. I had, I had one of the signs that said, uh, quiet y'all, <laughs> so that was me with that. I had the, big, had the big sombrero on, I had the sign with the, you're supposed to have your back turned, you know, and facing the crowd. Yeah. I, I did the little three-quarter turn. Right? Yeah, we, I even saw you on TV and pointed that out right, to you as well. Could see somebody, and then the last hole when uh, 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 what it was, uh, Grillo made that uh, putt on 16. Well, you were on 16 green, and I was right back by uh, what's 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 the Purdue golfer's name? Any, uh, you guys at home can help me out with that when I'm drawing a blank. Starts with an S, but he was like right next to me. I was on TV then too because I was like right next to his caddy, so I got I got a little FaceTime on that. So so we need to now do a, a commercial. Uh, Johnny, be good for Prevagen. Prevagen for packing. I've already, I've already done. Prevagen, I, I, I got 10 minutes into the show. And I we drew a blank on a golf. Wait a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll call their marketing department and see if we can get that done for next we week. Can get, if we can get some Prevagen, sat over here to Coach's Corner. Adam Shank. He's, he'll be one under in Atlanta. I've got it right okay. there. Adam Shank's a yeah, pretty no, guy. We, we he's, from, he's an Indiana boy from South Knox High School. And. Um, I played with somebody that went to high school with him, too, that played golf this summer. So, anyways, that was my summer. And right now, like you said, I've gotten teaching a little driver's ed, which is, I think, a king tradition because my dad did that all the way back into the 60s and 70s. So, I'm um, teaching driver's ed just to make a little chump change. Yeah, but but you're also subbing at Elkhart, which I think is a great gig for you, too, right? Yeah. Elkhart's got a great thing going. I mean, for the retired teachers, uh, we've got two, two, two bedrooms. 
bedrooms open. I know my sister-in-law down in Dallas is talking about signing up and maybe coming up here in the winter time to sub for a little bit just to make herself some spring break money. But uh, retired teachers, three hundred dollars a day. Yeah, no. You know that's and, that's not a bad deal. That's and, what Johnny B. Good's looking at doing and, next and year. El, and El still, El still, good still I think we're underpaid. <laughs> the stuff that we do, Absolutely. I think we're underpaid. We we lead young people today. We lead them. And, um, yeah, I think we're underpaid. So, so we're going to jump into some college football now. And I think, I think I'm not going to say college football is in a really tough place. But I, I could say it's kind of in a mess a little bit. But I, but I will say this much. It's, it's now being driven by cash, cabbage, flow, coin, whatever you want to call it. It's being driven by money. It's now basically it's a professional sport. It's a yeah. business. It's not it's 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 not collegiate athletics as we once knew. And um, and, and and I I hate to start this. I hate to do this right on our first show. But Pete Bell was a was a hell of his time. Yes, he was. If Pete Bell would have been in here now, blue chips would have been a real story. Yes. Because it's now it's now legal, and I will say this much. Um, so so one of the things that, that that really got me thinking about this, kind of almost made me start to cry, was uh, you know I was uh, uh, reading a newspaper, maybe USA Today or maybe the Indianapolis Star, and there was a picture of an IU basketball player buying a brand new car off a car lot. And it was it was like a sixty seventy thousand dollar car, and it, and it made me realize when we were in college five years ago, unless you were getting cash underneath the table, we were driving fifteen year old cars. Yes. Uh, and, and unless you were at UCLA back in the day and you walked into that parking lot and and, and, and saw those dots and mm-hmm. Z's parked there. You saw that's a whole different story, but you're right. But now you're seeing college athletes uh, using NIL money and going in and buying big-time vehicles with big-time money. The the idea of all your presidents sitting there saying, hey, you're getting a college education for free by coming to our school. Those days are gone. Yeah. Those days are gone. And, you know, it's funny because I just happened to watch Taylor's a 30 for 30 today on ESPN, an older one, but it was for SMU back in the 80s, the Dickerson James era. You know, it was called the, the Pony, Pony Express. And it was called the Pony Excess. Oh. And, you know, and, you know, they got paid to play. And yeah. it, it ended up, you know, no secret. And I, I lived in Dallas. I was there for all that. I, I, was, I was there the entire time there in the 80s. I was out at Texas Stadium watching SMU play at Texas Stadium because they had such big crowds they couldn't fit into O&B Stadium, their own campus. Yeah. And I was there during the death penalty and and then for the Forrest Gregg stuff. I mean, it, it was so high up the governor was involved in it because yeah. he was an SMU alum. And, and again, if it was today... It's cool. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna end this conversation by saying, Neon didn't even want a car. <laughs> I mean, all Ricky wanted was a tractor. Yeah, and, and Shaq was in on that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah all those so, stories. But so, you know, then you can get into all your the different movement on the. You know, 
you know, how in the world is Washington, Washington's going to be in the Big Ten? Yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that, those, you know, all that those, stuff. Those, those conference realignments and stuff. Yeah. So, I want to start with. So I so, so I want to start with Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern. Okay. Now, I, now I can tell you this much, and obviously, uh, there's a timeline, some hazing, some hazing deals, some. Uh, uh, and, and I don't know if you want to call it sexual harassment, but in, in the hazing problems, there were some, some sexual deals allegedly that went down. And so, and so around, I don't know, maybe July 7th, maybe July 7th, uh, Patrick Gerald was told, you are getting suspended for two weeks without pay. We don't like what's going on. Okay, we don't like what's going on in the program with this hazing. Now, we're going to suspend you and we're going to look into it. So, from the time of July 7th to July 10th, social media got involved, the the, the school newspaper Northwestern got involved, uh, allegedly uh, kids came forward and made some comments relative to Of course, to you're going to have two or three people come in and sure, make comments. Sure. And then later, three days after that initial uh, uh, comment by Michael Shear, the president at Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald gets fired. Yeah. Now, now somebody's got to lose their job, I, I guess. I guess. But about a thousand ex-Northwestern athletes came forward in favor of Pat Fitzgerald, and you knew this would happen too. But but I I thought their I thought their 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 thought process and their comment was probably pretty accurate when they said that that Pat Fitzgerald was not allowed due process. In, in, in you know in these allegations, in that in that the president Michael Shear was influenced totally by social media reaction yep. and abandoned all legal ethics. So what would it have hurt to put a little bit of an investigation together and allow Pat Fitzgerald his due process? I totally agree. It was I wouldn't call it a witch hunt, but it was definitely they pulled the trigger in a hurry. Uh, basically save face uh, they were saving the university and letting you know taking care of the individual we've talked about this before we talked about that in the spring how different things had happened to where if you weren't representing the university if you weren't representing the organization it was time for you to go and it was time for somebody else to, to step in yeah so I, I just you know, and, and, and so and so when it um, originally happened, my thought process was, oh man, these, these allegations again, blah blah blah. Right. And um, come, come on over, on in. Our, our beautiful. You know, you're going to get on TV Our beautiful waitress from Bar Louis has a couple of How are you today? waters right. for us. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Regular. regular. And, um, and and so initially, I'm saying to myself, well, you know, maybe. But then when you, when you stop and think about it and you say, when, when something happens and people never come forward before, mm -hmm. but now somebody breaks the ice and, and all of these charges could be right. They could be right. But the fact that you didn't allow him due process to, to, uh, to maybe tell his side of the story. Right. Uh, uh, because I don't think anybody has ever heard from Pat Fitzgerald. He, he has, he's never come forward, and is there any reason for him? They've already made decisions. 
Yeah, I've already made the decisions I for just, him. I just think, I just think college football. Thank you very much. I, I think, I just think college football is kind of in a mess. So, so, so let's take a look at, at some of these college realignments now, man. This is unbelievable. I mean, this is this is totally unbelievable. So, so the Big Ten now. All right, the Big Ten is going to add UCLA and Southern California uh, next year. One more year, yes. Then the year after that, they're going to add Oregon and Washington. Now, that will give the Big Ten 18, 18 schools. Teams. 18 schools. So, so, so will the Big Ten have a schedule of nine conference games? Because, uh, to my knowledge, they're doing away with the East and West divisions. So, so will the Big Ten have a, a regular season schedule of nine conference games and two non-conference games? If that's the case, if that's the case, that's going to be a brutal, a brutal schedule. And if that's the case, uh, with these, you know, with these teams being added from the West Coast, how about, how about? Uh, in the spring, a baseball trip or a girls' softball trip uh, to go out to play at UCLA, or a yeah. uh, a basketball game, a night game, and you're going out to Oregon and Washington, and the game gets over at four o'clock in the morning our time, mm -hmm. and then you're on, and then you're on a flight back trying to get to classes. Yeah, you won't go to class, but they. Uh Again, they will end up making trips like uh, like the pros do. Where they, you have like the Pacers will make a West Coast swing where they'll be gone for ten days, and they'll go play all the West Coast teams at the same time. So maybe they do that. Again, this is this is a football-driven decision. Will the other when they get to the smaller sports, they may go East, West, Central, and keep it. Something like that, you know. Who knows? Well, I don't. Th and and even basketball could be east and west. And obviously, you say football. I say money. John, what do you say? I say money driven. Pat says football driven. It's money driven. Yeah. Absolutely. I think and we're saying the same through thing the football. I mean, yeah. through the football program. Exactly. And you know, you, you got to have it money because you're going to wait all these millions because you're going to have to send a lot of these teams, like from Southern Cal to Rutgers. On a Tuesday night to play a girls' basketball that'll game. That'll never. That, that'll never happen. No. Well, and look at what happened at Michigan today. Michigan says, "Oh, NCAA, we don't. We don't want to give our coach four. We're only going to give him three. Mm -hmm. Well, so, <laughs> so we're going to get in that, uh, into that in a minute. But let's. But let's take a look at the SEC. So the, the SEC is bringing in Oklahoma and Texas, which now, which now makes their conference six, six teams. teams. Right. Okay. So six. So now, the the opportunity to play non-conference games uh, is is probably not going to be there as much as it was. But the, so there's eight conference games, and you know, jumping forward is that the reason Notre Dame is kind of hedging right now whether they want to be in a conference because they have so many traditional games that they want to play. Because if Notre Dame joins a conference, there's no more Stanford. There's no more Southern Cal unless they're in the conference. There's no more Navy. You know, there, somebody's got to have to drop off the schedule. Yeah, and and will Notre Dame will Notre Dame uh, be able to elevate their their TV package, the money of their TV package, uh, 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 to keep them 
from having to be right. in a conference. Right. That, that's probably that's probably the bigger question, because we all know that that this these conference realignments. All, all filter around the TV, the TV market. Well, and Texas has the getting. long the Longhorn Network, and they're going, they're joining the SEC. So obviously, they've worked something out, television wise, that's going to be beneficial for them. The Big Twelve, the Big Twelve is uh, is picking up Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado. Which which is extending their conference to 15. So you're gonna you've got three huge conferences in yeah. the future. Well, I mean, I mean, so you have the big three, and and, and one of the long time the long time conferences, the Pac-12, is down to four schools. Is is maybe no more, right? Will dissolve with the four schools because being if you do Stanford, you do your math there you got 18 16 and 15 there's there's close to 50 schools right there in three conferences well and then you're and then you're looking at Stanford and Cal uh, joining the ACC and the ace which would which would put the ACC at 16 at 16 so now you're looking at four power conferences four, four power conferences and you're looking at 60 plus teams and we just got a text from one of our uh, viewers that says football is going to get so big that they'll end up creating their entirely own deal completely detached from the rest of NCAA sports. Well, I don't think I, I, I think that's coming that is a great comment yeah because I, I don't think there's any question about that yeah. uh, the NCAA has no power over these over these TV yeah. networks anyway. They have no power over these these power conferences. So why do we need an NCAA in football anymore? You don't. Yeah, you I really don't, don't. don't. Whether they like it or not, you don't. And that's why the uh, the drama with going on at Michigan about how many games is Harbaugh going to set is almost a joke because they can listen to him if they want. They can probably say he's not going to sit at all. And who's going to tell them they're wrong? Well, well, so, so uh, 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 what I took uh, uh, with that information, and, and 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 by the way, I have a, so so I have a list of probably the top 25 schools going into opening weekend, and obviously you got to put Georgia number one. They're back to back. Sure. Yeah. Their back-to-back championships, their recruiting is, is is probably the best in the country, but Michigan uh, being number two in the country, but Michigan's first three games that I want to say that that poor Jimmy or 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 or, or, um, or Captain Comeback would have to sit out is like yeah. Las Vegas, yeah. is Bowling Green and Tennessee Tech or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, and he and his first game he would come back. Uh, would be Rutgers, a Big Ten game, but but um, apparently the recruiting violation that he committed during COVID, when 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 there were no visits and, and, and no contacts and things like that, is pretty serious. And what Michigan is trying to do is jump ahead of the sanctions that the NCAA could throw on them and try and get the NCAA to say, hey, we've already we've already suspended Captain Comeback three games. Right. So you guys don't need to do nothing. But in reality, the NCAA could come back and say, great, mm -hmm. I'm glad you did that. We're throwing two more on. Right. They could. And, they sure could. Uh, well, you know, with the severity of, of the recruiting case, I mean, you just don't know where that's at. Right. You're right. 
You people at home, by the way, if you look at the bottom of the screen, John has a, a phone number there. If you want to chime in with some of your opinions, that's one of the things we're going to try to do here um, in the fall with these new. John's got some new toys here, so he's got capabilities now. We we can make actually do live call-ins like the like the big boys do on the radio. Hey, whoa, 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 like whoa, whoa, whoa! Like the big boys? Are we there? Are we there? We yet? are the big. We are one of the big boys. That's right. Coach Hack, we'll Coach prove King, it. Are you kidding me? I go oh, to, we remember I go we were pil we are pillars of the whatever they said it was. I go pillars to Florida. Of society. And I got a shirt. I'm running the beach. I got a shirt. Had my last name on it, right? Mm -hmm. I'm running. Some guy goes, hold it, hold it. Is that short for heck? I go, yeah. And he goes, Coach Heck and Coach King? I oh. said, yeah. <laughs> said, I listen all the time, man. Oh, dear. The only, well, the only, well, the only problem with that was. Is, who, was what what guy, relative was it? No, no. The guy had a beard, looked like he hadn't showered for six months, and had a T-shirt on that said, rehab is for quitters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of took that with a grain of salt when he said, I listen all the time. Oh, that's what it was. But that Rehab is, and privilege in the same one, night. One, <laughs> one, of our, one of our viewers, there you go. Rehab is for quitters. What are you going to say? So, so number three, Ohio State. And okay. obviously, Ohio State's got a great receiver, Marvin Harrison Jr. Right. Uh, will probably be the second player picked in the draft with Caleb Williams. Yes. The outstanding quarterback for... Uh, UC or, or USC. Cal, right? Now, now, here's a scenario. I love this scenario um, because I'm a big Chicago Bear fan. We're talking about the NFL here, too, as we go down the stretch here. But I'm just going to throw this out to you. Uh, the Chicago Bears traded that number one pick to Carolina. Carolina drafted Bryce Young. Mm -hmm. But the Chicago Bears also got Carolina's first pick next year. Okay? So... So, you know, we throw Justin Fields in there this year, and right. Justin Fields is okay. Right. He's just okay. Okay, maybe maybe he struggles. I don't know. I don't want him to struggle. I think I think he's a great example of what of what an athlete should be, and he, he never he always says the right things and blah blah blah. But let's say he struggles. I guarantee you Carolina's gonna struggle. Bryce Young has already has already been under fire. He's going to start because you got to start him. Got to start him. Uh, I'm not sure that Carolina has the personnel to to block for him and keep him upright. Right. So if if Carolina goes through a bad season, let's say Carolina gets the number one pick. <laughs> right. The Chicago Bears get the number one that's pick. That's the Bears pick. I don't like Justin Fields. I'm Ryan Poles, and I'm Matt Eberflus. And I say, ah, Justin's okay. I don't know if he can get us to the promised land. Let's go ahead and trade him and draft Caleb Williams. So, so do we? As the season progresses here, do the Bears fans start talking to Carolina about tanking for number one? We're, well, I guarantee you, we're not in tankathon mode this year. <laughs> I wanted them to be in tankathon mode last year, right? But I don't know if we talk to Carolina. But I if think, they lose a couple games I, here early, do you I start? I think we them? hope Carolina loses <laughs> loses a few games. I digress and go back to number four, and that. <laughs> that all we got there because of Marvin Harrison. To okay. Be with okay. You. Number four, you got to go with St. Nick. Yep. But here's the question with St. Nick: Which QB you going with? Good are, point. Are you are you are you going with Buckner, the uh, the transfer from uh, 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 Notre Dame, right. or, or are you going with your two guys, uh, Milrow or and Ty Simpson, the two guys who you said in the spring game weren't good enough? 
So now Tommy Reese, our new they, offensive coordinator, yeah, you got to go out and give they me went, QB. They went and got Buckner for a reason. And by the way, and by the way, our listeners, I, I want you to know this. Who were the first, who was the first <laughs> podcast to break down? Tyler Buckner. I ain't saying nothing. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, go back in archive. <laughs> yep, it's there. It was I, us. It's there. I'm just saying. The archive is there. We, we were, fre- we had fresh news. We had fresh news. Brian <laughs> Kelly, number five. Brian Kelly, you know, is a great, he's, his recruiting is going good. Brian, and LSU should be good. They he, had a great quarterback. He's doing back. pretty well. They got yeah. a great quarterback. Caleb Williams, uh, number six, an outstanding quarterback. Outstanding quarterback. Lincoln Riley is a quarterback-friendly coach. Is a great, great coach. So look for Southern Cal to make a lot of noise. That'd be a tough. This. That's going to be a tough ticket here in a couple of weeks when they come to South Bend. Well, no, it certainly is, and I'm very happy about that because we'll talk about house rental <laughs> off the air here. Yes, right <laughs> Florida, Florida State putting our houses up that Florida, weekend. <laughs> Florida State at number seven, man. Maybe it's, it's I may been be a while. Heading, I may be heading for Campbellsville, Kentucky that weekend. Go maybe. play golf with Douglas. There you go. I may be heading to my mother-in-law's that's place. Right. Uh, Penn State. So I didn't. So I put this together. Ron Franklin's been at Penn State for ten years. That old deal with Joe Paterno. That's been like I that's, don't know, twelve years. Maybe? Old, it's old news, isn't it? Yeah, that's it's been like a long, there's a whole group of people time. that don't know what we're talking about. But but I, I still remember the deal, and I still I still feel the rage when I think back to it, and when I think back to if I'm that assistant coach. And I go in that shower room, and that that old grizzly old coach who was their defensive coordinator or whoever, I can't even remember his name. And I don't want to remember his name. And I'm not going in there, and I'm going to pummel that cat when Mm -hmm. I see what he's doing. And we're going to hush this up a little bit somewhere along the line. But but Penn State has rallied really well. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. put that program back. Uh, Clemson, uh, really good again, number nine. Uh, they're they're playing Notre Dame again, and then Texas, Texas at number ten. Uh, I mean Sarkeesian. Here's here's the deal with with Steve Sarkeesian. Great pedigree, great knowledge of college football. Really good on the offensive side. Arch Manning getting a nod there? I don't think so. Not yet. And I, I'm not I'm not sure that Arch Manning will will be the backup. To be honest with you. He may end up being down there one year and transfer. You never know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, the deal with a freshman QB going in, and uh, because Texas had a pretty good quarterback last year, right? And uh, I think his name was was uh, Hurd, maybe Caden Hurd. Maybe I mean, maybe we get somebody uh, to give us that name of that of that Texas quarterback last year, who who was really good and who's back. Now Arch Manning got pedigree. Does he got game? We're gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, 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 and we are gonna find out. That's the top ten in college football. I'm excited for it. Johnny B. Good's gonna take a little bit of a break. We're gonna come back, talk some high school football in the area. Then we're gonna transition to NFL. Bada bing, bada bing, and come and finish it up. Finish with it up. Sounds good to me. And and we're gonna talk about the Sopranos. Bada bing, bada bing. <laughs> We will take a break. We'll be back with more of Coach's Corner with Heck and King here on BroadcastSport.net.
The office is locally owned but has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't have. Whether you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, Andy can help. He has six years of real estate experience and is a lifelong St. Joe County resident. Jim Dunphy and Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Andy Kern at 574-386-4479 for great local service. He is the Colonel. Hello, I'm Dr. Karich, and I want to invite you to stop by my office on Cleveland Road in South Bend, just east of Portage Avenue. I've been serving Michiana for over 20 years, specializing in back pain, neck pain, headaches, naturally with gentle chiropractic care. Come see me for a free consultation. Karich Chiropractic and Wellness Center, when your body needs somebody to help. James Carpenter is a real estate broker with Weikert Realtors, Jim Dunphy and Associates. The office is locally owned, but it has big company resources behind it that many smaller real estate offices just don't have. Whether you're selling your fifth house or buying your starter home, James can help. James is a South Bend lifer and has six years of real estate experience. Jim Dunphy and Associates has decades of local experience. Call or text broker Jim Carpenter at 574-292-CARP. That's 292-2277 for great local service. Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to be entertained by the place of dance, man. And I am going to the horse call of the mic. I guarantee you, if you want to dance, we don't mind you doing it. Welcome back to Coach's Corner with Heck and King. This episode entitled Prevention and Rehab. It's time to get back to the guys on Coach's Corner with Heck and King here on BroadcastSport.net. We can't get, a, can't get a break. The great black sedan band, man, they sound great. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama's great man. The drummer Donnie Heck, Donnie Hecklinski from South Bend, one of the Heck boys. Um, he's great. Uh, Birmingham, Alabama is a great place, by the way. Hoover High School, Hoover High School is one of the uh, is, is one of the great athletic facilities in the country for high school. And all of my brother's kids were great athletes at Hoover High School. A couple of his daughters were were, were great uh, softball players. His son Al Hecklinski was a was a was a great uh, football player, great baseball player. As a matter of fact, played baseball at the University of Alabama. Uh, his son Finn is a sophomore there and uh, will be vying for, for varsity time on that athletic uh, basketball team there. So the Black Sedan Band. So so here's the deal with that: they will come up. They'll, I mean, they'll travel anywhere. If you like them, uh, 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 pull them up on Facebook. Hear some of their music on YouTube. And, and get back to us, and uh, they'll book you out. But the Black Stand Band is great. Bar Louis, by the way, our second year here. Uh, the the atmosphere, the food. Uh, 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 maybe later on, we'll be down on that first floor where we get some atmosphere. And uh, I mean, it's just a great. It's, it's, it's a great. It's setup. a nice place. I mean, it's three floors. It's a busy place. And we're thankful that uh, Bar Louis has us here. Uh, NFL preseason standings, but preseason doesn't matter to a lot of people. Go ahead, ask me. Ask. 
shocks me does, if does I it, watch preseason. Do you watch Bears. preseason football? Did you watch the Bears and Colts the other night? Every minute. Did you really? <laughs> Every minute, because I I want to know. I want to know when the wire when the waiver wire comes out when the cuts come out. I want to know every player. You want to know who they are. I don't. I don't miss a minute of preseason football with the Chicago Bears. You know, and I know. I know, I, I watched. I, know. I watched it really for the other other side. I watched it. Watched it a little Colts. bit above the Colts. Uh, I thought their two quarterbacks that they that they had had very good games. Um, you know they. I mean, no, one, guy was, Ellinger. one guy was Ellinger. You know, makes he's, a comeback, scores what two oh, touchdowns yeah, in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, I guess the seventh string. I guess the seventh string. Well, and and I think people are starting to realize those exhibition games are for second and third stringers well, are the first couple games because the teams are going. They're getting together on Wednesday and Thursdays and practicing. Well, it's, it's tape. It's it's those second and third. They're getting them on guys, film, aren't they? Getting them on film. Yep. And when you cut them down, it's. Who's going to pick up who on a practice mm-hmm. squad? Mm-hmm. Now, now those now those guys are making six figures on practice squads nowadays. And if your dream uh, uh, gets shattered because the Turk comes and he asks for your playbook, yeah, come on in. It, oh no, it's the Turk. Hey, uh, can I have your play your your playbook and also the the general manager wants to see you downstairs well, and, on the first floor. Right, it's time. Here's your travel yeah. vouchers. Here's your travel vouchers. Now they can be upset, they can cry, but at the end of the day, they get put on one of those practice squads. Right, and that's that's a really good deal for, for them to develop. And in today's world, they've got Canadian football. You've got uh, arena football. You've got the XFL in the spring and the USFL in the spring. So they have other avenues. So the key to that is they're getting on film. They're getting on film, and GMs and GMs can watch them. So, so you're going to talk about the Colts. The Colts are going to play a, a rookie quarterback this year, Anthony Richardson, from the University of Florida. From Florida. Now, now here, here's the deal with Anthony Richardson. He only played seven games. Maybe well, we last talked year. about that last year in the draft, leading well, up I mean, to the he, draft. I mean, he played seven games, and he did not play in the exhibition game against the Bears. And so my thinking, and a lot of other people's thinking, was he's got to play a. They order. need to get he's him some, get yeah. some snaps. Yes, he's got to get some reads on the D. Mm-hmm. And I think I just think it's going to be a tough year. Now, Jonathan Taylor, they're all pro running back. He wants more cash. He wants more dough. He wants out. They're he wants to go somewhere give, else. They're not going to renegotiate him. They gave him permission today to go seek a trade. But here's the deal on seeking a trade. The Colts are going to want the kitchen sink, mm-hmm. the kitchen stove, and the refrigerator. Yes. And not William Perry, the real refrigerator. <laughs> yeah. They're going to they want they're going to want too much and right now running backs are just uh, they're not what they, they used to yeah. be. They're, they're, they're just a whole dozen. new theory. They wear them out. They use them up in two or three years, and then they go back and find a new one. Well, when there's a running back like Leonard Fournette, who was, who was an outstanding running back, can't get a job. Right. And played, I mean, played last year for, I, I believe, uh, the, was it the Patriots? No, 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 no. Tampa. No. Played for, for Tampa Bay last mm-hmm. year. And, and Tom Brady's swan song. Now can't get a sniff. Um, I mean, that says a lot. I agree. So so you look at the New England Patriots in the AFC East. They just signed Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. And, and, and really, Ezekiel Elliott is not that old. 
No. He's maybe 27, 28. He had two or three good years with the Cowboys. And But he's got a lot of mileage. Mm -hmm. he's, got a, he's got a lot of hits. He's got a lot he's of taken, hits. He's taken a lot of hits. Body. But you're, you're talking about the Colts with their new quarterback. Evidently, they were happy with what they saw Wednesday and Thursday with their controlled scrimmages with the Bears at their workouts there at Grand Park is all I can think of because they, well, evidently they were happy with what they saw Wednesday and Thursday because when those practices, you got ones going against ones. Yeah, no, exactly. So if you, if you want to go see the games, you need to go to practice on Wednesday and Thursday if you yeah. want to see the players because Saturday's exhibition game, you're seeing the twos and threes. No, I mean, I mean there's no question about that. Uh, the New York Jets uh, are also in that AFC East. Aaron, they got the Aaron Rodgers mania going, right? They made a big announcement today that he will play this coming weekend, this this coming Saturday, because the Jets play the Giants. Yeah, no, he'll, he, he'll play two or three he'll, series. He, yeah, he might, yeah. And, he, he'll uh, play a quarter, maybe quarter yeah. and a half. And but that, by halftime, he'll be in street clothes. Yeah, and, and that offensive line, and that offensive line will be told, under no circumstances does anybody touch Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers is nimble enough and, and still moves well enough to work. He can get out of harm's way. Well, and, and again, they'll get he'll get his workouts in during the week because I'm sure the Giants and the Jets will be practicing together someplace on on Wednesday, Thursday, maybe in Friday, whatever well, their schedule so, is. So, so a lot of those teams do that in the in the second preseason game. Mm -hmm. In the third preseason game, they maybe keep to themselves. Yeah, no, no, they they keep to themselves, and, and so the Bears only practiced against the Indianapolis Colts on those days okay. in Grand Park. And it's, it's not like they're doing it every week. Uh, uh, there's a lot of tempers that flare there. <laughs> yeah, they always, ESPN's always got the fights. fights. You know, yeah. they, they're sitting there fighting with each other. They always yeah. show that because that's entertainment. And they know, and they know, and they know not to fight. I mean, they know the the, the deal of, of injuring themselves mm -hmm. and things like that, which is which is stupid, to be honest with you. Don't fight. I mean, just go play football. It's guys trying. Yeah, you know, and it's not the veterans that are fighting. It's uh, it's the it's the young guys. It's trying the young to guys trying to make the team. They're trying to get themselves established. Yeah. Uh, so Aaron. So Aaron Rodgers mania. I, I think. I think. Uh, and I believe this. I, I. I think Aaron Rodgers will elevate the New York Jets. Oh sure. They brought a couple of his receivers over. They. They just signed uh, the running back from uh, the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Was it Darwin Cook? Who's a Dalvin, really, Dalvin Cook? Yeah, yeah, Dalvin Cook, who's a, just an outstanding running back. The Vikings didn't want to pay him. The uh, the Vikings had a good number two, let him go, and so he's going to join. He's going to join uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and carry the ball there. But again, he's a young running back still. Mm -hmm. He's young, but 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 he's not going to get paid. Uh, when you look at the Denver Broncos, man. In that AFC West, how about that Sean Payton deal going after Nathaniel Hackett, last year's head coach at Denver, saying things that should never yeah. leave a building? Right, right. I mean, coaches, uh, I mean, there's a coach's fraternity, and you and I understand that fraternity. We understand that the, how hard this business is. Yes. And for me to ever be in an interview situation and throw you under the bus in any scenario on your coaching style, your coaching record, is just ludicrous. Right. That's just not, fresh, not professional no, at all. No, it's not professional. It's not anything. And Sean Payton did that to Nathaniel Hackett. Now, I don't know why Sean Payton felt that, that, that he had to do that because, I mean, Sean Payton's a pro. 
Mm -hmm. He he will. I mean, I mean, he'll get the Broncos rolling. He'll get Russell Wilson back on track. And some of the things that the, that Nathaniel Hackett did obviously weren't right. He was a first-year head coach, made a ton of mistakes. But the reason that Sean Payton has the job is because Nathaniel Hackett made a ton of mistakes. Right. So leave it at that. Just leave it. There's no. I mean, there's no locker room bulletin board material. Right. Just leave it. You're, you're going to talk about, and, and, and again, and again, here's another one. The Washington parentheses <laughs> Redskins slash Commanders. Commanders, right. All right, so obviously uh, the knucklehead uh, Daniel Snyder is out the door. Right. Uh, just bad for NFL football, some of the things that he well, did. Well, we were going to talk about that, and that may be for another day with Eric began to me. You know, here he is as assistant at Kansas City. OC, offensive coordinator. Yeah, he comes. He comes to Washington to, you know, see what he can do there, and the players go public. They don't like it because he's coaching them too hard, right? He's coaching them too hard. But I will tell you, who didn't go public <laughs> was was Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I mean, the great receiver Hill when when right. he was playing there. They never said he, he was did, coaching them too he hard. He did pretty well at Kansas City, didn't yeah, he? And he won two Super Bowls. And then, and then the bad part about all of that, players can talk, players can say that. When Ron Rivera, the ex-Chicago Bear, 1985, those guys were beating everybody's brains in. Right. And they were physical. Mike Ditka was on them like stink mm -hmm. on crap. And I should probably should have said that, but hey. <laughs> It's good. Yeah, it's good for But it. you're right. But they never came out and said it. And why Ron Rivera, who came from that culture, mm -hmm. would come out and make that comment publicly and say, well, the, the players the players aren't very happy. If I'm the head coach, uh, I'd be happy. That's a good cop, bad cop. Go yeah. coach him. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Shut the hell up <laughs> and go play football. It's, it's professional football. Go play. Yeah, and learn something from Eric yeah, It's Anime. just a whole new world, isn't it? Man, don't 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 upset me. <laughs> don't piss me off. Don't don't Do don't get me started. Me because if you piss me off, I'm going into the transfer portal. Yeah, exactly. Okay? Don't hurt my at, feelings. Look, look at my contract. Exactly. And so we've already talked about my thoughts on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and will they be in tankathon mode if I'm a Chicago Bear fan? I sure, <laughs> I sure hope they are. Hope That's so. funny. That's hope funny. so. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, any questions by any chance? No, not yet. We, good. we need to go. We're going to go over some high school football here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we've got the, the mayor has been waiting. Oh, we, yeah. We've got some local people that are interested. And one of the things we're going to bring up next week is high school football in Indiana is nearing that same situation that we've been talking about with the colleges where we've got the big schools that are really dominating things and they're having to go different places to play. And I was going to mention some of that, but here locally this last week, um, you know, in the South End area, Culver beat Adams, Concord had a good game. Come on, Frankie, get Adams rolling. Concord beat Elkhart, which was a big deal because, you know, we've got two big schools around here. Penn and Elkhart are both the 6A schools, and Elkhart has no business losing to anybody. No, but 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 Adams loses 21 to 14. 
Yeah, so, theirs was so a, close a close game. game. And they had a, yeah, exactly. And so Frankie's getting them rolling chances. a little bit. And they had their chances in that game. They yeah, he sure did. Uh, the Hammond schools came over here. Hammond, Hammond Central beat Washington, South Bend, Washington. Hammond Knoll beat South Bend Clay. Clay is in their last season. And I think that both teams were 0 for like 20 something. I can't remember. Yeah, so, but Clay had a 27 game losing streak. Uh, Noel had a 19 game okay. losing streak. But here's the deal Clay scored 26 points all of last year. They got 18 in that game yep. against Bishop Newell. So maybe were, so maybe there's something on the horizon for Clay a little bit. Or they're going to get shut out a bunch. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um, the game I really thought was interesting was LaVille Bremen. Because that you know, that's a neighborhood. We had a lot of rivalry games up here. LaVille 117-10. Mishawaka rolled Marion. Oh, Mishawaka okay, Marion. Hold on for a second. LaVille, protect the pig. Is that what that was? No, I mean that's that's the coach is saying, right? Protect the pig. 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 Yes. I haven't kept up on that one. I'm sorry. Mishawaka beat Mishawaka. Yeah. Did you see some of that? I was at the game. Beat beat the living. Just rolled. Just rolled them. 44-12. Well, it was 13. It was 13 to six. with about four minutes left in the first half, Mishawaka scored a touchdown. Mishawaka got a. A turnover and kicked a 37-yard field goal. So, so, so right then and there it was 23 to six. And then, and then Mishawaka's ground and pound. Right. I mean, Brady Fisher. Once you get ahead, you're not going to get well, it back. Well, I mean, there's been a Fisher at quarterback for 100 years for Mishawaka running the option. Keith yeah. Kinder. I Keith saw Kinder's that. doing that. They got a six-six receiver named Trey Thomas. They threw the ball up to him four or five times. Made a couple great catches. So. So Brady Fisher is going to sling it a little bit. This year. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, South Bend Riley is the the flavor of the month, I guess, here in South Bend. 48-12 over Gary Westside. Uh, Warsaw beat Michigan City. There's two big schools, one two, two different conferences, and that's one of the things I'm going to talk about too. Warsaw's a 6A team in the Northern Lakes. They got to get out of there. They ain't getting out of there, man. They're not leaving the North. They're not leaving. They're not leaving. But they're 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 playing three A and four A teams in their conference. They should win. They should win every week. Well, that's what they that's what they like. They like to win. They like to win. I mean, Bart Curtis is running is running that option football over there just like he did at Mishawaka. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I was surprised that they only scored 13 points against Michigan City, to be honest yeah. with you. Well, that must have been it. Michigan City's supposed to be pretty good. Last year's 5A champs, Valpo, bring, brings Penn in. I mean, that's a good matchup. Every year, Penn and Valpo. And Penn, who was very average last year, one of the, probably the most average team they've had in years. You know, they were they no sectionals, 38-21 over Valpo. And and Mishawaka goes to Penn this weekend. Yeah, so, so that's the big the big game up here this week so will be Princess Mishawaka. City, the Princess City Bowl yeah. will be Mishawaka at Penn. At Penn, and that's that's renewed. They they haven't played each other for, for a couple of years. Yeah, they they, they kind of because got they changed conferences and stuff yeah. like that. Um, one of the things I was just going to mention too, along with that, in I'll call it big boy football. Ben Davis goes down to Cincinnati. They play they play Cincinnati Moeller 49-28. They beat Moeller. They beat Moeller 49-28. East Central, who beat New Prairie right. last year. All I'm going to say is, where's Fuzzy Faust? Oh, when Fuzzy Faust that was, was at Moeller, they were. That was getting, 50 years they ago. They weren't getting rolled by, by that much. On the other side of that, I'm just saying, yeah, man. Cathedral rolls Lafayette Jeff. Those two big schools, 55-14. Um, St. Edwards from Ohio beat Center Grove. That's more. I think St. Edwards is more of a prep school. 
But they beat Center Grove, who's what two time or three time defending state champs at two, 6A. looking for three this yes. year. Yes, I, I, I can't. Okay, stop for one second. You got to bring St. Edwards up to me. I went to college at St. Ed's in Austin, Texas. That's Austin, Texas. This one's in oh, Ohio. Oh, Austin, Texas, and I can't. Off the air, I will tell you about my semester in Austin, <laughs> Texas, man. Yeah, it's probably off the air material. Off the air, we'll talk off about the air. Austin, Texas. Off the air is I'll, right. Okay, just let me say one thing. I walk into an establishment. I'm 18 years old. I walk into an establishment in Austin, Texas. Guy playing his guitar, singing great tunes, long hair. Who is it? Austin, Texas, 1974. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson, man. Unbelievable. How did I know that? Keep rolling. How did I know that? You're on a rolling. Whatever you How did I know that? Whatever you say. Well, John, John, tell us about the game you saw last week. Uh, and then I'll, t- I'll talk about the game I saw. Okay. We did um, Culver Academy at Adams at Everwise School Field. It's not TCU School Field oh, anymore. It's yeah, yeah, we've changed the names, haven't we? Yeah, and they, okay. even, they even have the signage all changed, which I was really surprised at. Um, good game. It was back and forth. Uh, both offenses tried to get it rolling. No turnovers in the first half, which was kind of surprising. But we came out of halftime, and there were five straight turnovers between the two teams. There was a total of seven in the second half. Oh, boy. Adams had their chances, but they couldn't pull that one out. The problem with Adams was they lost their number one receiver in practice on Wednesday. He broke his collarbone. They don't know how long he's going to be out. So they were playing without their number one receiver. They don't have much of a running game. And Adams' secondary is a little susceptible, and Culver threw it all over the yard. Oh, boy. And that was 21-14. to 14. It was a good game. Adams, I think Adams has improved from a year. I think Frankie's going in the right direction. Good. I love Frankie. We'll see what happens when they go to Logansport this week. They go down there, and they're going to play the Berries this week, who got buried by Peru. Yeah, well, that's a, back, that's a neighborhood <laughs> game there, too. Who that's, do you have this week, John? I have Bremen and Washington this week. That'll be an interesting game. Both these teams. Game. Come in 0 and 1, and obviously Jay Johnston in his second stint at Washington, and Jay Leaper's going to bring in, or Jordan Leaper's going to bring in his uh, Bremen Lions after losing to LaVille. But they've got Silas Lettig back, they got Reese Green back, they got Tyus Graverson mm-hmm. back. They've got a lot of people back. Could be a tough game for Washington, but you just never know. Yeah, that's why I was surprised they lost to LaVille. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that you've already started your prep because you know all these guys I, already. I started it on Sunday. Yes. Yes. You're the best. That's what he does. <laughs> got I, prep, man. Well, that's why I call you Johnny Be Good. You're the best. Well, I, I was over at LaPorte last week with Kenny, and Kenny and took Kenny's care of me. Tonight, Kenny's yeah. listening, so I'm, I could probably say some things. New Prairie, state runner-up, gets beat over at LaPorte. They, they've won like five or six in a row. Five in a row, yep. And heavy favorite, LaPorte comes in with a sophomore quarterback who, you know, is a sophomore quarterback, and they made him look like a star. He was uh, over 200 yards passing Aiden Penzoil. You'll remember that name. Jeez. Sounds like a NASCAR <laughs> I will. guy. I will remember. But that I tell name. you what, Laporte. They, I, I, the diplomatic way is, I think they've been reading their newspaper clippings too long. Either that, or they lost a lot of seniors that contributed last year because they did not play very well at all. They did not play very well at all. They were lucky to be in the game, to be quite honest. They had too many turnovers. They actually took the lead with 40-some seconds left on a field goal and then allowed this sophomore quarterback to go the length of the field in 40 seconds. It's Pat Mahomes tied, and they kick a field goal. Was like a point. It was an extra point. They was like snapped it from the five or six. 
it was a, basically an extra point with six seconds left, and they win. It's an opening game, fellas. And that's exactly what it was. Game. It was a rivalry game. And what happens in those opening games now? College, in the NFL, and in high school, they don't hit anymore. Well, they don't hit. And uh, they, they play to the whistle. So it sounds to me like maybe Adams was hitting on Wednesday. They lose their number one mm-hmm. wide receiver. You, I mean, you got to keep those guys healthy for Friday nights. And until they get a game or two under their belt when they're used to doing that. Uh, what about the Indians? St. Joe uh, gets beat by Lakeland. Is that correct? Yeah, St. Joe loses to Lakeland. Now, I'm wondering because uh, they had a little girl get killed in a car wreck Friday at about 10 in the morning. Yes. Who did? Up there by our house. St. Joe. St. Joe had a senior in high school. Oh, there no. was a car accident right up there by my house on, on Auten Road, right there where you turn to go to St. Joe, up, up to the uh, soccer Park. fields, yep. right there by St. Pat's Park. Oh. And there was a two-car accident. The father and the 18-year-old daughter were both killed in that wreck that happened around 10 or 11 in the morning. Now, I'm sure news got to school by by the end of the school day that they knew that was that went on. So who knows if that was a factor? Yeah, that's tough deal. So that, I know the St. Joe people are dealing with that right now here over the weekend that's, and into Monday. That's a tough but deal. But we've got uh, we've got a lot of good games coming mm. up this weekend, as you mentioned. Mishawaka at Penn, Northwood at Portage. Uh, Adams goes to Logan Sport. Uh, CMA's at Mishawaka Marion. Elkhart goes to Northridge. That'll be a good game. Uh, you've got St. Charles. Uh, you've got Christian Brothers from St. Charles, Missouri coming in to play Carmel. When That's basically St. Louis. Okay. Because actually Scott, <laughs> well, lived, uh, Scott lived in St. Charles. When he was when he East St. Louis. East St. Louis. No, this, really is, this is on the Missouri side. This is St. Charles. But it's Christian Brothers. They'll be in, at Carmel. Cathedral goes to Brownsburg. And uh, Center Gross playing Oakland, Tennessee for Murfreesboro. Wow. So the big schools are going out and finding other competition. I think that's great. Uh, and, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about. With Indiana football, you don't have to win your conference to do well in the tournament. And I think that's one of the things we'll continue to well, talk about here as the yeah, fall but, continues. Yeah, but it's the same in Indiana basketball. Sure, you don't have to win your. You your want you want to have you want to have a good record, but you also want to get yourself ready for the tournament too. At the same time. Hey, Major League Baseball. Here's something I'm gonna throw at you, Johnny. Be good. And I think this is unbelievable. Tampa Bay. Well, well I mean, first of all, if you look at the standings in the American League East, how about the Orioles number one, Tampa Bay number two, Toronto number three? The Red Sox and the Yankees are four and five. Are you kidding me? Two of the highest payrolls in Major will League Baseball be, in the last Will place. there be some heads rolling oh, there? Yeah, absolutely. But the Tampa Bay Rays, shortstop Wander Franco, 22 years old, he's signed in, he's, an 11-year, $180 million contract in trouble in the Dominican Republic for underage female problems. Now... Are you kidding me? The word is he may never play in the major never leagues play again. Again, that con that contract will be forfeited. I mean, what is the matter with people? Twenty-two, twenty-two years old, one of the best shortstops in the league. Yeah, I, I, I can't even, I can't even, you can't, I can't keep, even think about it, man. Can't keep him on the field. Aaron Boone, he's got to be gone. He's got to be gone. Um, let's take a look at the New, the New York Mets, man. How about they spend, they, they, they spend a gazillion dollars? Mm-hmm. 
And, the, and they cleaned the house. Now. We talked about that on our podcast yeah. when Jordan and my, my son were. Yeah, I mean, that was well, on one of our Zooms about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and, 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 and your son's got to be ecstatic. Max Scherzer going to the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Because your son's out there he's, watching He's all the of a sudden a fair-weather Texas fan. Yeah, he loves the Rangers now. Yeah, Justin Verlander staying in Texas, also going back to the Astros. Back to Houston. So, here, so here's one more topic I, I, I just want to hit for a minute. Last year, free agency. The top four shortstops in free agency, man, they ranked them. Trey Turner got all this cash. Carlos Correa had to shorten that contract because he had a problem with his ankle. He got a lot of cash. Xander Bogarts with the Padres gets a lot of cash. Who got the least amount of cash in that foursome? Dansby Swanson for the Cubs. Who is the best shortstop out of that foursome this year? Dansby Swanson. It, it just, it's just part of it. Well, no, it goes to show you that sometimes that you, you get your money and well, you quit playing. Well, you don't really know sometimes. Right. I, and, and then you look at so so it's just a it's a different deal now. Kyle Schwarber hitting a buck eighty, thirty two homers, hitting a buck eighty though. Come on, man! I love Major League Baseball. I, I love those Cubbies. <laughs> Here's the reason I've been staring at you this whole show, okay? And I know our listeners are saying, Ron, you've been looking at Pat the whole show. <laughs> I have been looking yeah, at Pat yeah. the whole show. <laughs> and it's not because I think I think you're the best-looking cat, you know, here. It's because the Cubs and Tigers are on the He doesn't want to watch the game, there. yeah. He doesn't watch the game. Because I got to tell We got a TV behind us. He can see it. Hey, hey uh, Johnny, be good. We got to bounce here. Yes, we I do. Know we need to bounce. It's been a great show. Black Sedan, thank you. Our sponsors, thank you. Hopefully, we're going to get a couple more coming in. Pat, you're an absolute pro. We did pro. great. Thank <laughs> you. Enjoyed it. And, First uh, one of many coming up. Yeah, we, we, we look forward to uh, uh, making contact with, with our people that listen. Uh, next week, uh, uh, we'll get some some uh, letters, some some notes. We'll get some call-ins, and we'll talk sports with you on Coach's Corner with Heck and King. Right on, man. John, tell us where we can find us the rest of the day, too, before you go. I will, I'm going to do that here just okay. a second. If there you, you will, let me do, We will let you know that is going to wrap up this edition of Coach's Corner with Heck and King. Of course, tonight's show brought to you by the Black Sedan Band, Jim Carpenter and Andy Kern of Weikert Realty. And Carish Chiropractice. You can check out this archive at broadcastsport.net, Apple Music, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at IND Coach's Corner. Check us again next week for another edition of Coach's Corner from Bar Louis here in Granger. For Coach King and Coach Hecklinski, we'll see you next week. I hope you can join us here on broadcastsport.net.